Hi there, and welcome to the Leaving Today podcast, the podcast that discusses the Disneyland Resort and the Disney IP in an enthusiastic, informative, and often humorous way. Show notes for this episode and every episode can be found on leaventodaypodcast.com. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, please subscribe and leave a comment. Until then, thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, and hello. Welcome to the Leaving Today podcast. This is episode number 70. If you can't believe it, I can hardly believe it. Uh, my name is Mark, one of the co-hosts. Uh, changing things up a little bit because sitting to the left of me is the Trail Master of Puppets himself, Udi. Wait, why am I here? Uh, because you I could si- have been there and, and Jess could have been here. Yeah. I want to move. I feel awkward. Too bad. Can Too we bad. move? Nope. Is it going to mess up the flow? Nope. Please. We're going to do it now because it's going to bother him. Yeah. So keep on your toes, Udi. I'm not even going to say hi now. Okay. <laughs> and then sitting directly across from me is the game changer self, Jess. Hi, guys. <laughs> Rocking a new phone case. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Um, today is September 25th, 2018 in the third quarter. Yeah, to the 25th? Three months till my birthday. What up? Oh, yeah. And then three months and what? Two days until Udi's birthday. Yep. Right, there's some holidays, some birthdays coming up. Uh, let's see here. Tonight, we are going to be talking about the current state of parks in Anaheim. We seem to be made to suffer. It's our lot in life. Uh, on their de- recent decisions to do things. Uh, maybe it's going to be a little bit of self-LTP therapy, some self-medication, if you will. Um, and then we have the I news. started. <laughs> We have the news, and then uh, I think 101, maybe 101 tonight. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Um, okay. So, again, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Um, let's see here. If you go to iTunes, please leave a message or comment or review or something because that helps us out a lot. And I will put that tiki cup up. Trader Sam's cup up soon. I just haven't been doing it. I've been kind of occupied with other things. We've gotten two more uh, like stars, like two more reviews. Yeah, like just stars, not like comments. But okay. we've gotten two more. Um, what's the word? Ratings. 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 Good. All five stars. Good. Five out of five. Yeah. Perfect. I don't know how to check those precisely because there's nothing typed up for them. Uh huh. Okay. 
Um, a little bit of LTP news. Um, so something that I just started here, actually not on my own, but I asked the other members, um, and that was we now have a Patreon page, um, and you can access that by going to our show notes at leavingtodaypodcast.com. And in there, there is a link for like four or five different things. Um, and one of them is the Patreon page. Now, um, we don't and we really don't ever want to ask people for money, um, but there are costs associated with this show and have no trouble paying for them. Uh, but sometimes things come up where like we ship stuff out. Uh, shirts or coffee mugs or stickers and that does cost uh, again we're always going to end up paying for that no problem but if you feel like you want to help out um, we're going to make it really really simple there are three tiers you can do there is a one dollar tier um, which I think is called the Toontown tier. Toontown tier. And when you mm-hmm. do it, you have the option of doing like a one-time payment of $1 or you can do, um, you can go crazy and do like the year for $12. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and you could build every month a dollar. And for that, I uh, will give you like a shout out and I don't know, a sticker or something. And then we have, I think the- And an opportunity to pick a show topic. Oh, is that what we do for the $1 mm-hmm. one? Oh, I was very kind with that. Um, and then the Adventureland level, which is $3 mm-hmm. uh, or $36 a year, which really isn't a whole lot of money. Um, and for that, you get what? Uh, a sticker, a shout out, an opportunity to pick a show topic and a cool gift. A cool gift. Now, we don't know what that cool gift could be. It could be a phone case. It could be a cat. <laughs> we do have a cat here. Mm-hmm. Yes. We can auction off the cat. Um, oh, she parked up with that. <laughs> Yeah, Mark's going to sell you. Yes. Um, And then we have the uh, Frontierland Mm -hmm. um, cheer, and that's $5 or $60 a year. And I guess you get everything included. What else? The other thing you get to be on the show? And you get to be on the show. Oh, such a cool gift. I like it. Yeah, a and cool gift and be on the show. Oh, that's that's extra cool. So, guys and girls, do check it out if you feel like you want to join up. Go ahead, and we will give you a shout out. And I'll just say very very kind person in Colorado named Dan. Of course, I'm just being facetious. We know who Dan is. Yes, uh, we love Dan. Yes. Thank you so much, Dan, for your for your contribution. Uh, I just, you know, as soon as I saw it, I shared it with everyone else, and uh, I was just absolutely blown away. Yeah, that's all incredible. So thank you. Yeah, and very, very nice, nice, nice yeah. words. Blown away by thank you His very, words. very much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The I, Do you want to, why don't you read that, Jess? You want me to read it? Yeah, please do. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, not only is a contribution, like, I... I I super we're super grateful. I mean, that's not even enough words to really describe it. But then it's followed up by what he wrote, and I mean, we were in like, I think, what did you say? You're like, wow, and I think I threw some expletives in there, and um, yeah, yeah. In fact, we were talking about that on our bike ride on Sunday. We, we just, were, yeah, we were, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, Dan says he uh, he says my LTP family, the Leave Me Today podcast or LTP for short is not just a podcast talking about Disneyland. It's friends sharing their love for the park. I have been a listener of this podcast for a very long time, and I consider this my Disney family. Mark, Jess, and Udi are simply amazing to listen to. I give Jess a hard time when she forgets the uh, forgets this day in Disney history, and when I get called out on it, I feel like they actually care about all their listeners and take time to acknowledge us. Um, I enjoy how they describe the Disneyland park with such passion and even when they don't agree with something Disney has done. Other podcasts just focus on the good, but a true family discusses the bad as well. The way they talk makes me feel like I'm there with them sitting around the table drinking coffee and just talking about all things Disney. 
True. There's been times when I'm yelling at my radio when I'm driving and Mark and Udi guess horribly wrong answers (laughs) on 101 with Jess. But that's half the fun. The guests that they have on the show, are they always amaze me. And I'm always learning something new and different, whether it's about new foods or Disney history. I'm glued to the radio just waiting for the tidbit of Disney. To Mark, Jess, and Udi, I thank you for being the best hosts and spreading the special Disney magic. You all are passionate guardians of Walt's legacy. Dan. Awesome. I love it. I mean, yeah. yeah it was me very too. heartfelt. It was. Um, it was. Yeah. It was very hard. Getting choked up. It was very good. Mm-hmm. Well, then he'll he'll especially like tonight's show because we got some. Oh, he's gonna love it. We've got some some interesting things to talk about, mm-hmm. and then food. Mm-hmm. I'll just tease it now. Next next episode, we're gonna have Jay on. What? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so Patreon, go check that out, please. And then thank you so much for Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then before we have the news, tonight's question is. I'm going to kind of maybe lighten things up a little a little bit. <laughs> before uh, we get going. Before okay. we get going. Okay. Um, so, you know, <laughs> I was reading about how people, and we all know this happens, uh, that um, when someone dies, they want their ashes spread along Pirates of the Caribbean or something right. like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or the Honda Mansion or something like that. Let's go around and come up with a couple of attractions that would not be good to dump one's ashes on. Would not be good? Yes, would not be an appropriate attraction to Space it. Mountain. Space Mountain. Rockets. Because if you're in the front, right, and then you just go ahead and throw yeah, in the you're air. Yeah, you just cover people. And I'm like five rows behind you and my mouth's open screaming. Yeah, the Rockets, another good one. <laughs> would, you be a, would you be unhappy, Udi, if you got a mouthful of ashes? I would be irate. <laughs> unhappy isn't the word. It would be I. I don't mean to laugh. Irate. Oh, my God. Um, okay. Hold. So you say the which ones? The rockets? Yeah. <laughs> Screaming. Imagine if they were up high still and somebody tried to do that. Oh my god. Everyone's everyone's getting it. Um, I think the monorail would be awkward. Can you just imagine we're all in the monorail and there's like a family of four or five sitting yeah. there and then I open my backpack and I pull out like an urn and the some girl that I don't know and they go, Mom, what is that guy doing? I go, Oh, oh don't worry. I'm just spreading around, you know, Uncle Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. I think that'd be awkward. I'd, do you think I'd get thrown out of the park for that? Yeah, I think okay. you would. Yeah, oh, no, it's actually illegal. Like I, a lot of people don't understand that is an illegal dumping of human remains. You can get in a lot of trouble for it. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of trouble. It's considered a biohazard. Okay. Very much in trouble. That's why people who try to do that get in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they get kicked out. The whole thing, like. They have right. to come in with the freaking hazmat suit and the vacuum and the filters and. So what else would not be a good attraction? What'd you say? She says space. Said space. Okay. And you're no, right. Then, af- then after? Pissed. What was the other one? Uh, oh. Screaming. Screaming. <laughs> well, um, anyone who wants to actually dump the DCA, probably, I would say no anyways. you got to come up with something better than that. Um, That's true. Tower. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go retro and go Skyway. That would have been bad. Um, oh, just dumping over it? Yeah. Um, you couldn't do you could you could probably get away with that at night. You could, I think you could at night. Sure, you could have been able to do that. Um, hold on. Mm. I know. Well, I mean, Matterhorn would be awful too because everyone in the train would get oh yeah dusted. Yeah. And I, I keep, mean, dusted. you know, what? I keep on thinking of good ones. 
good ones. Yeah, I'm keep on thinking like if you're on the Columbia or if you're on the Mark Twain, if you're going on the canoe, all those are cool ones. I like you just kind of poop in the, into the rivers. Um, <sighs> haunted, you just fit in. So. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. but that that's a, I think people do that. One I think easily. the train would Very be cool. cool. I think it'd be cool on a train. Yeah, but how would you even get away with that? Dude, I don't know. When you're coming around now, before you take that left-hand turn, just freaking right there. By like, the, all like by behind. the rivers. Yeah, like or behind. behind. Yeah, and you just, just kind of go, oh. Yeah, like behind you. <laughs> uh, if you had a forward facing, then you just get on the edge, and there you go. You yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Could you, like, go on Thomas Horror's Island and maybe dig a small thing with your hand and pour some of the ashes in there? I, w- I would do that. Yeah. I'm sure I you could, as long as no Oh, you, told, you. you know what I would do? I would go... Do it by the pirate flag and the pirate, pirate treasure all oh, the way in the back right hand corner. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. As long as no one sees you do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else would be bad? Submarines would be bad. Horrible. I thought about that. Because bad, bad, bad. Any, almost anywhere in, in Tomorrowland <laughs> would, be, would be negative. Yeah. Star, yeah. Star Tours can't do it. Um, no. Well, everyone would be, be, see, if you're in Star Tours and things rocking around and you're in a sealed room, dust is going all over the place. Mm-hmm. I'd be pissed. Again, yeah, I wouldn't. Like I rate. That. I I'd rate. at least I'd at least want a churro out of that. Uh, wouldn't you? No, no I need I'd more want than a, a churro. I want an AP and some money. Um, yeah, really? I need more than a oh, churro. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you're getting ex- again. You're being exposed to a biohazard. So yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Just let it ask. Um, but they can't control it. What? Do you like, do it? It's not Disney's fault. So. Sorry. Okay. I guess I'm wrong. No, no, no. I, I I see your point, but my counter to that is. So, I know it is. <laughs> um, I can't think of another ba- of a bad one, a really I bad one. I can't either because that was the thunder one that would I... be bad. Anything That's high fast. speed, yeah. Mm. Um, fast. Okay. Pirates is fine. Cruise, Jungle Cruise is okay. In the Tiki Room, I wouldn't. But hey, hey. Pen's all right. Pinocchio's all right. Storybook would be okay. Yeah, I could do. Oh. Teacups, bad news. <laughs> uh, yeah, because you wouldn't know what's going on no. in the teacups. All right. Yeah. No. Um, anywhere in Toontown? Um, yeah, they go with dampen the mood. Well, of course. <laughs> of course. It's Toontown. Yeah. Is that it? I think so. I think those I are the places that cause the most yeah. trouble. Nope. I think so, too. And definitely not any restaurants. No. No. Even though... I could see someone like sneaking in an urn and putting it up like in the red rose and just kind of and leaving it there, uh, not pouring it, but just you know, urn oh, sure. there and yeah, because they don't know. Oh right. yeah, if it's make it make it look not. like a decoration and peace out. Oh, you could do that in the treehouse. That too. Go. Oh, Ooh, you could do that in indie too. Yes, you could. Ideas in the queue. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, me. Yeah, me too. I wouldn't do it, but I like it. No, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't do either, it either. But yeah. You could do it, totally do it in um, in uh, mansion too. Couple mm. spots. If you ever get you know stuck, just kind of lean out. But no, they've got cameras like crazy. No, I wouldn't do it in mansion. Uh, no, they watch for that. Yeah. Okay. A little lighthearted humor here. Death. <laughs> Death. Since uh, since uh, the lighthearted dark humor. Halloween's around the corner mm-hmm. here. <laughs> okay. All right. So with that, let's go to our news. Talking about things that you do not understand. 
Tonight's news is brought to you by Expedition Roasters Coffee, where they encourage you to brew your happy place. And I'm going to encourage you, don't be like me. Don't have three bags of coffee and then realize, hey, I'm out of one. Hey, look, I'm out of two. And then now I'm looking at my third bag going, I'm almost out of three. Don't let this happen to you. And make sure when you're at checkout to enter the LTP code LTP20 for 20% off your very first purchase. That's ExpeditionRoasters.com, where they encourage you to brew your happy place. All right. So the news. Um, okay, so you know what? Uh, a couple of things that are not on the news I thought I'd throw your way. Um, the first thing is I have some updates on the Millennium, Fa- the Millennium Falcon. Okay. Okay. We talked about that last time, right. and um, I've done some research since then. Okay. And um, here's what I have been able to glean from listening and reading. Um, so the and there are issues with the Millennium Falcon. Let's not let's not try to sugarcoat that. So how is it going to work? There are seven pods that can be in rotation at any at any any time on these on these discs. Mm-hmm. And from what I've seen. The ride has two discs mm-hmm. when they were doing it. So there's two like turntables that have uh, seven pods. Okay. And each pod can can contain or sh- will contain six six seats. Okay. So you can have what is it, 42 per per ride or 80, 84 per ride? Right. That's, yeah, okay, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, is that the right math? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if you have two discs going, each there's seven. Right pods or cockpits i guess and each cockpit can hold six people six six guests okay so the the expected ride time is three and a half minutes for this experience okay okay um so um imagineering set up some stuff up and so they they had they had this working already um but they had some test things already going up in glendale and um so what what Imagineers were doing is they were bringing in groups of six people at a time, six people that knew each other, okay. to see how they would get through this mission. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and those guys fared better than the people that they got together that didn't know each other. Of course. Yeah. So, but what was going on is the average like experience was <laughs> about forty seconds before they crashed, and you're right, it's over. Yeah, once you crash, mm. you're done. Yeah. They don't start you. So they, they, they basically were saying less than 10% of tests, people were actually passing this. Oh, wow. So there was like a 90% failure rate on, the, on this whole thing. <laughs> wow, so okay. I don't think it's going to work. Um, well, they have- so, but they initially wanted real interaction from the guests, meaning each guest has a specific task to do. And if you don't know what you're doing, you'll crash the ship and end your experience. So people were getting done with their whole thing in about 40 seconds after they started it. Listen, all I, it has nothing to do. I'll let you finish. First. No, no, actually that, those are all the facts that I found so far. So what they're trying to do is dumb it down mm-hmm. so that everybody can enjoy it. But those people who said they were able to pass it said it was really, really incredible. It's still a simulator. Let's yeah. not fool anyone what this is, really. It's a mm-hmm. hyper simulator. But go ahead, Jess. Well, I said that it's going to fail. Like, I don't think it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And you said, well, blah, blah. here's yeah. the bottom line. You can't fix stupid. <laughs> and <laughs> True. I run across it almost daily. Right. Okay. So I shouldn't, call it, I shouldn't say stupid. I should say you can't fix 
you, you can't fix stupid. You, they're not going to be able to get everybody to work together with people that don't know people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, this mom or these two teenage boys over here are going to want to control something, but these two teenage boys over here are going to want to control the same thing. But it's like, okay, well, we'll wait for the next pod. Well, you're going to have 30,000 people that are going to say the same thing. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. Because they want to do certain things, and there's, it's not going to get anywhere. They're no. good. People are going to be unhappy with the outcomes because they're not going to get to do what they want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, and we brought that up about... A little kid wanted to fly it, and we're like, uh, no, I want to. Right. Like, That's exactly what's going to happen. Udi. Yeah. So as a kid growing up, uh, one of the biggest you know dreams I ever had was, dude, imagine if I ever get to pilot the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. And now, here I am, grown, I'm like, ooh, holy crap. Like, I, I, I can. Yeah, childhood. Yes, can. That's childhood right there. Yeah. How, how any, any guy... You know, and any kid, really, anybody in our age range and even younger now, it's going to be one of those things where this is, they want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. I am going to do that. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's going to happen, but uh, Jess, Jess is correct. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how they're going to pull it off. No. Because you have too many people trying to do the same thing. So, I don't know. Yeah, they're going to have to... <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I mean, they have plenty of time to get this thing corrected. From what I've heard, um, the developers and designers basically want to hand everything over to Disney on April 30th, okay, of 2019, to have. I think that is their that is their target date to get this thing done, mm-hmm. the whole area. And then there's a couple weeks of training for CMs, and then there's going to be, mm-hmm. from what I've heard, a couple um, AP events. Okay, for this, mm-hmm. from, from it from, doesn't surprise me. So, question though: If they're going to have AP only events for this, would it entice you to buy an AP just to yep. do this? Well, what would you say? You say, did you say uh, yeah or no? Yep, but oh. but I'm torn at the moment. And okay, as we go into our main topic, you'll yeah, I'll say why, and you and you will understand why. Okay. Um, so I'm curious to see what they come up with with this. But again, a simulator, Falcon, X-Wing, I don't want to have a simulator. I want to be in, and I think we're going to get that in the other attraction. Um, but there's been hush-hush about that really for a while, which is fine. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather not know more about that. I mean, yeah. I'd rather be totally surprised. But so far, not particularly interested in a simulator. No, not at all. No, I, I, don't, I don't want that. Well, I mean, and then you wonder how unique can they make a simulator? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But I can tell you right now, in, your, in what we're talking about right now, if they're running pods with less than six people because someone doesn't want to do a certain task, mm-hmm. I'm going to be pissed off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I'm going to be pissed off if this thing crashes within 30 seconds. Oh, I'd be, I'd be angry. Oh, Yeah. I mean, talk about you're ruining your experience, and that is the utmost important thing is having the best experience possible. Yeah. And if it's getting ruined, for lack of a better word, stupid, then, yeah, how mad are you going to be? Right. Especially if you're waiting in line for hours. Mm-hmm. Have to, have to pay more or whatever. Everything that is getting sacrificed right now for it, and then to have that be your payoff, mm-hmm. oh, man, through the roof, I think. Through the roof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the next news item, um, 
so October is around the corner. In fact, that's next week. Historically, this is when prices go up for Disneyland. You know this is coming. Mm-hmm. So, of course so ticket prices are coming up. They're going to be hiked up to something. Now, Disney World, Walt Disney World, uh, just announced price changing for them. And they have a whole new price model where now you can go onto the calendar. And maybe, I don't, I'm not sure if it's working. I think mid-October they're going to launch it where, let's say you want to go in January. Every day is a, a different price. Okay. And so you know what day you're going for, and you buy a ticket for that specific day. Hmm. So, okay. so they're gonna know, like uh, January 12th, my my birthday, or whatever. They they sold thirty five thousand tickets mm-hmm. that that day. But if it happens to be sold out, you can't go that day. Okay. But the day that you buy that ticket for, you have to go that that day. So long gone are the days where you can give someone a ticket. For Christmas or their birthday. Right, and then they can just come back and redeem it at their leisure. They can't now. That's what huh. they're doing there. But they but they say mm-hmm. there's a couple caveats where if you buy like the multi-day park hoppers, which you typically do, that you have a couple days in between or before and after. that. You, there's a few days of swing on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be probably more – and now Disneyland hasn't said they're doing this yet, but it might make sense. Um, because there's some speculation where they can, Disneyland can say, guess what? 200 bucks gets you in for, for, uh, Star Wars, you know, like a uh, premiere day or something like that. They can change that at, at and I mean, I, and I don't know what they're going to do with the APs and how the, the, this is going to work, but it's interesting what they're doing with hmm. this. Cause I said, D- Disney World's doing it now. I just don't know. And I get, when I, when I saw this, I kind of got a little upset because I'm mean, Taking the girls in a couple years to Disney World, I'm already overwhelmed. I don't know what the heck I'm, what the heck I'm even doing. Right. And so now I don't know what days I'm going. But anyways, like that's a whole other issue. So we do know ticket prices are going to go up. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> yeah. So and I don't know what the what the price structure is going to be. If it's going to be a modeled after Disney World's. Um, but it's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I can I can actually see this happening at Disneyland, but I'm also part of me is like it makes more sense at at Disney World than it does for Disneyland. Um, more people go there. There's more acreage to cover. There's more personnel. There's more everything. So by fully being able to anticipate crowd, can then you can therefore anticipate. How much expenditure you're going to need to 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 go through, or how much expenditure you have to run the park for said day, electricity, all the basic stuff, even merch, people there, food, everything can then be kind of forecasted, and therefore then they can either then they can be much wiser about how much they're spending when they're spending. Waste will go down. So I can see that happening there very easily. Now we go back to Disneyland, and Disneyland is just not that big. <laughs> anyway, you cut it. The park is not that big. No. So I think if you did that in Disneyland, you I don't think you would get the full benefit than if you did at Disney World. So I, I just don't... I mean, I can see them trying to do it, but I don't think they will get the benefit of um, the uh, benefit out of it. No. Other than maybe upsetting some people. Which is never benefit. <laughs> no, but oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. But I mean, it might circumvent 
I mean, like I guess I don't know how don't know how this is going to impact the AP holders. Um, actually, is that kind of redundant? Annual pass holder holders? No, the the APers, I guess, mm-hmm. is how you would say that phrase. Um, AP holders. No, because pass holder is the annual, P. Annual pass holder. AP holder. Yeah. But the P stands for pass holder. No, annual pass. Annual pass. I always thought of it as an annual pass. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And AP is an annual pass, and if you're an AP <laughs> holder, well. Okay. Okay, so we'll we'll just go with AP holder, right? Is that right? I like it. Okay. I like it. I'm, is, I'm isn't that good. what you said? Yeah. Okay. So the AP holders, I don't know how this is going to impact them, but it's going to impact the people that want to go that don't have APs. Um, they just want to go for a couple days. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, that is the only possible benefit you could get out of um, that in Disneyland. Having the – but then again, that's where you kind of go – we've said it before, Disneyland is – more of a locals park and it's treated as such and so the only people i think you would really alienate would be the locals yeah because then their day of like oh i want to go waking up in the morning going hey i want to go to the park today i'm an hour drive half an hour drive or whatever you know four hours in traffic um but um that kind of goes away Mm -hmm. so i mean in one sense you could then control that kind of um you know that kind of influx of person but uh, you know is it really that big of a deal at that point? An AP holder is more of an issue, I think, than that than the casual. I'm going to drive in local mm-hmm. in LA. Yeah. Gotcha. Jazz. Did, did we discuss how they're changing um, what park you can go into? No. For what? So um, my mom said something about it, and so I I had never heard it, and I don't know how it slipped through our fingertips. So Disneyland to put new limits on park visits for some annual pass holders. This was published back in June. Oh, yeah. This was uh, okay. Yeah. So what this is about? Um, because they announced the June 2019 correct in July or something. Right. And so they were not letting annual pass holders go to Disneyland, but they were saying you can go to DCA for a certain amount of times, right? Isn't that what you're talking about? So it says Disneyland announces the first of what could be sweeping changes coming to the annual pass program. <laughs> Uh, that will limit for the first time which parks some pass holders can visit on specific days. Yes. Okay. So we did talk about that. Uh, no, I don't know that we normally did, but you can uh, definitely refresh yeah, our memory yeah. on that. Well, no, that's. I mean, that's oh. what it is. So. Uh, the 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 top. Starting next June, instead of one calendar, pass holders will see two calendars, one for each park. They will need to check both calendars to see which park they can visit on which day. The biggest changes will be that the holders of the mid-price deluxe passport with the higher levels experiencing no changes at all. So I knew that like the high one's not going to experience anything. Well, I mean, that is what we've talked about before, how a lot of the crowding was those guys, those mm-hmm. people who have APs that just go in for half a day or in the evening. And they're the ones that, that complain most about the crowds. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that would make sense. That is a way it looks like Disney has identified that is one of the issues. And like, okay, well, we need to curtail that. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Hmm. So, so the people that have the low to the mid lower ones. Or, the, or the mid ones are going to probably want to upgrade if they want to get involved with, right. with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Right. And, and again, I'm very curious to see how this is all going to play out. It'll be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I just... I don't know. Am I, am I, am I going to sit back and have some popcorn and watch, or am I going to get involved with this? Nope. <laughs> I don't know. Still still debating this. Um, 
But yeah, so we're going to find out in a couple of weeks what's what's going on with the Daisy Land price, uh, pricing and how that's going to get impacted. I'll just say that oh, Ariel went this last Saturday. She got invited with her friend. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Um, she does not have an annual pass. So she went for one day for Park Hopper. How much do you think that ticket cost? Oh, it's one, like 119 one, now. 167 For a Park Hopper? Oh, for a Park Hopper. Yeah. I was thinking I'll, for a single park. No, single I was park. thinking 140 150 167. Wow. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh. It would have been like I think one I think 119 for, for one park only or something like that. Yeah, I think so. So an extra $40 or something like that. Um is that right? 40 50 50 mm-hmm. for the park hopper. Yep. Or 48 whatever. Uh yeah. Um good times. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, no. Um, wow. So be on the lookout for new tickets and um, <sighs> write us right, about right. your thoughts on Millennium Falcon. What? No, 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 no. Okay. I'm, so um, then let's go to actual. What? You want to say something? No, I, all this is just processing into our main okay. topic. That's all. All right. So the couple of news items I have, they're kind of small. Um, shocker, Halloween returns. Halloween time is well underway at the Disneyland Resort with return of the slightly spooky decor and offerings of both Disneyland and Disney California Adventure. Um, Ariel said that DCA was absolutely incredible as far as their their stuff for mm-hmm. Halloween. And it was last year. It is just spectacular. Um, lot, lots of nice deep purples and reds at night with the lights and stuff like that in the trees. She said mm-hmm. it was incredible. Oh, I bet. Um, I may have a picture too. Anyways, 2017 saw the introduction of the new Halloween decor at DCA and there are just a few enhancements um, for 2018. Oogie Boogie's decorating skills are again on display along Buena Vista Street. <laughs> Love it. And Cars Land is decked out for a Halloween. That's H-A-U-O. Sorry, H-A-U-L. Halloween, Halloween. Starting at 5 o'clock each night, the Guardians of the Galaxy attraction becomes Guardians of the Galaxy Monsters After Dark with an experience in the queue and a new on-ride song. Over at Disneyland, the classic Quantum Mansion holiday is reopened. Main Street USA is once again smothered in pumpkins and cosmic spooks have invaded Space, Mount, Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy. With few additions this year, the emphasis is very much on the food and merchandise. Disney's culinary teams created over a dozen brand new treats for Halloween time and spread them across both parks. There are so many few, so many new offerings. You can pick up a guidebook to help you locate all the treats you want to sample. That's hmm. kind of cool. Yeah, and I think I like Jay's going to go next Friday, and hopefully he'll try some of that stuff. Oh, that was actually all I had for Halloween. Was, <laughs> okay. Um, Earl of Sandwich. Again, this Earl of Sandwich just uh. keeps coming up. Um, to, two weeks ago, we, we wondered if the Earl of Sandwich was planning a return to the Disneyland Resort. Well, it is. Um, the popular downtown Disney location was one of several businesses which closed in June to make way for a planned fourth hotel at the Disneyland Resort. Um, as we reported, uh, those plans are now on hold as the Disney and City of Anaheim negotiate future expansion plans. Basically, what they're saying is they're waiting till November to, right. to see who's going to get elected and yep. who's going to be getting paid in Disney dollars. Thank mm-hmm. you. Okay. Leaving a string of vacant storefronts between the Disneyland Hotel and the monorail station. While officials with Disney and Earl of Sandwich keep mum about their plans at the time, Disney last week confirmed that Earl of Sandwich will reopen in downtown Disney for a limited time. Limited. Yeah. The announcement provided Airport. no firm dates. Yeah, it's their quote. Either for when the restaurant will reopen in its original downtown location or for how long fans will be able to enjoy their favorite Earl treats. Um... This announcement leaves us wondering if we might 
also seen equally limited reopening of the second downtown Disney Starbucks and possibly new operator in the shuttered ESPN Zone or Rainforest Cafe locations. Um, huh. Okay, hmm. that's interesting. It's just dumb. Yeah, I the mean, whole thing is dumb. We, just, we've been saying dumb. it, yeah. Because it, all those people lost their jobs and they're going to bring them back just for a little bit. No, not even them. Probably new people yeah. Yeah. that they have to train. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's going to be great. And I'm going to say nothing's going to happen over there. I, I, don't, I don't think there's this, this fourth hotel is going to be there. I don't think so either. Uh, yeah, no. I, I mean, unless you have a massive political change out of Anaheim with the elections coming up in November, I have a tendency to agree with you. Yeah. I can see them redoing the Paradise Pier Hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what it's still called, right? It's not Pixar mm-hmm. Pier Hotel yet? No, it's Paradise Pier. And I can see them doing that, making that a little bit different, uh, updating that. But again... Which is fine. They can do that. Yeah. I was just hoping just for another hotel somewhere so that maybe the, the grand would be a little cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, I did want to follow up on something real quick about um, the Arco, the Richfield gas uh-huh. station. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So probably no one even cares, uh, but since it's me, I had to do a, a, um, a little research. So we, we, we talk about gas like right now in 2018. We've got, what, 87, 89, and 91 that we mm-hmm. can get here in California. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, well, back then, um, actually I was talking to my dad about this too, is that you octane ratings weren't even a thing. You only had basically two versions. You had regular, which is about 100 octane, or you had ethyl gas, which is what he called it, av fuel. It's aviation fuel. But that was about 136 octane. <laughs> so you only had those two versions that you could get. Mm-hmm. And he said that that fuel was not clean whatsoever. So I was telling him about what was going on, and he was like, yeah, well, that kind of stuff in the soil – probably is not good Mm-mm. because it was just full of, it was full of lead yeah. it was all lead well now i mean that's why now when you see it it's unleaded when yes. you're talking about it, it's unleaded gas yeah yeah and so yeah there was no octane i mean there was no way to even measure octane at that point in fact they didn't even care they were they had fuel that was good for like you know airplanes and fuel that was good for cars and you you either got one or one or the other yep or both i guess it's just depending on what you're doing so but but anyways either fuel was full of lead and that stuff just sitting in this. Anyways, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Okay. Second thought, don't eat an Earl sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> I'm joking right. sweat over that. Um, okay, it was interesting. Dole Whips, did you know when you order a Dole Whip at Disneyland, you can ask for a packet of tahini to spice it up? Okay. Now, you may have never had it any other way once you try it. Um, don't forget to use mobile ordering through Disneyland app and save yourself a long wait in the, in the sun. So interesting. Um, Jay said you could get it at that fruit stand that was around the mm-hmm. corner, but now they're saying you can just order it there. Okay. Yeah. So that'd be fine. That'd be good. I want to try it easier. It. Yeah. And you did try tahini on something, right? We were putting it on fruit, but not pineapple. Yeah, we were putting it on pineapple. Yeah. Pine- it, did it work? Was it? I'm sorry. I mean, it's okay. It's it's too salty for me. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad, but it's too salty. Okay. So, but it's okay. All right. Well, that was the news I had for this episode. Anyone want to add? I don't think so. Yeah, I have nothing. Okay. No comments, no thoughts? No. Han Solo comes out on DVD today. Uh-huh. I saw that. Today? Today. Oh, okay. That's about it. I will be getting that, even though a lot of people hated on it. I enjoyed the film. Well, what do you think is going to happen to downtown Disney? Like, Do you think they're going to put a hotel there? 
No. Like, I, I don't think it's going to happen now. Um, like I said, there has to be a sea change in the political atmosphere in Anaheim for that to happen. Um, or the right deal, and I <laughs> air quote, the deal okay. is made. So you know what that means. Sure. Yep. Well, I, I do think they want they want some premium hotel, some four-diamond thing, and they want some Star Wars experience hotel because Florida's getting that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just don't see where it's going to come in from anywhere. Um, well, my my thought would be if they did it, it would have to be whatever the premium one and then a, a wing or one of the towers of the original or would be the Star Wars, which I would go bananas like no. Um, or maybe a section of the Paradise Pier Hotel. Mm. That would be the most likely, in my opinion, possibility. Something, a wing of it, a certain floor of it, some sections of it, something over there. Because, yeah, if they took, I mean, it would be the easiest to take one of the towers mm-hmm. and completely make it that. Which, again, I would not be happy with. No. But yeah. that would be, if you think about it, that is the easiest way to do it. So well, you get, you get a, a premium one, you do whatever you can do with the Paradise Pier, and then you take one of those towers and go, and that's a Star Wars tower. <laughs> yeah. I just can't help think. I mean, I don't – I mean, you, you could be right on that. I mean, I hope you're not, but you could be right. I I just think that they would – if they do a Star Wars ho- hotel, they would want to have, have its own discrete entrance into Star Wars land. And – which one would make more sense if we're going to do that? The Disneyland Hotel would because it's mm-hmm. closer. Yep. But, I mean, and we walked around the outside of that thing of Star Wars Land being that's what the thing is I'm talking about. And, mm-hmm. I mean, is there a room for another hotel over there? No. Not, no, not, not in its current configuration. No. If they were going to do it where they were going to, where they were talking about, then it would be a hop, skip, and a jump. You'd cross the street, go over, and boom, you're there. Mm-hmm. Okay. It would take you five-minute walk to get over there. Maybe 10, mm-hmm. if you're slow. Yeah, if, if, if you're slow. Yeah, okay. it is a super quick jump over from where from where that is supposed to be to a back entrance that they could put into Galaxy Edge. Okay. Yep. You're right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jesse, you have any thoughts? Not yet. Any positive thoughts? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, with that, let's go. Uh, that, that's the news. So I guess we're going to do one more with Jess or something. No, she's broken, but... She's 101? She's broken. Okay. Yeah, but, you know, there's one thing I have to do. Oh, yes. I have to do it. So I had to... I mean, I have to. So let me just do it. But I was in the mail and not in the... Where I needed to be. Okay. Well, of course, as Dan said, I have to do my This Day in Disney History. Mm -hmm. Solely... I do these solely for Dan. I know. That's that's what I do. I do them for Dan. How far do you guys want to go back today? I mean, we can go really, really back. We can go um, to yesterday. We yesterday? Can. <laughs> sure. That wouldn't make any sense. Go that back would. 25 years. It's 90. What's what are we in? 28? 93. 93. It's 93. Okay, hold, hold please. There, nothing happened in 93. Can you believe that? Not one uh, thing in Disney happened in 1993 that was special. Nope. We're going to 8077. 80... 8077? 70, 77? 77? I just don't know how far back I want to go. Yeah, Udi, I tried to let you pick. Well, <laughs> you failed work. me. Okay, we're going to go back to 1925. Whoa, hey. To what year? 1925. Okay. 
Not a hundred years, man. Your math is off. Well, go sorry. ahead. Go ahead. Um, so September twenty fifth, nineteen twenty five, Disney's Alice comedy short, Alice Chops the Suey, featuring Margie Gay, previews at Bard's Hollywood Theater in Los Angeles. That's what happened today. Oh, good. There wasn't a lot of. I mean, a lot of people were born. Um, do you know Marvin Davis? Yes, I do. Okay, he was. Uh, he completed his second generation hub layout um, of the proposed Disneyland in 1953. Yeah, okay. and in fact, I'll say something about Marvin Davis is that Walt Disney gets all this credit for coming up with this unique theme park design with the hub and spokes. That was Marvin Davis that did that, by mm-hmm. the way. Um, I mean, sure, Walt financed him, but yeah, he said, yeah, he came up with that whole hub. Yeah. So that and no other so park that was had when that. he did his second his second generation hub layout. Yeah. Yep. Was today. Okay. In the in fifty three. The end. That, that's actually pretty important. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what happened. Okay. That's it for the show. Oh no, we have our topic tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We're going home. Thank you I'm and like, good night. Good night. And let's go to our feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. The world is changed. I feel it in the water. I feel it in the earth. I smell it in the air. Much that once was is lost. Well, tonight's... uh topic is based upon an article that came out in the Los Angeles Times a couple of weeks ago, um, and it was uh, it was an interview with uh, former Disney Imagineer Raleigh Crump, and it was based upon um, some of his items were being sold from a nearby Van Eaton Gallery auction called That's From Disneyland, mm-hmm. and since some of his items were being sold, they kind of wanted to interview him and get his thoughts on those items, and I guess his thoughts on the park itself. Um, but since then, um, other articles that come out from the OC register, which talk about uh, park benches being being removed mm-hmm. and gardens being what we think they're going to be reduced in size to make room for what we think is going to be the reason I guess is going to be Star Wars Land, Gal- Galaxy's Edge. Uh, sorry, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And um, but other people are saying no, it's just because they need to do something with the crowds. And I don't buy that last theory. Um, but a couple. I wanted to start this whole thing off because a common saying that I've heard people say, and I've said it too, and it's like, well, Walt would not have done it. Walt would not have done that. Walt would have done it. Mm-hmm. The, here, here is the here is the hard facts about that. No pun intended. But the hard facts is we honestly don't know, don't know what, what Walt would do or what he wouldn't do. In fact, those closest to him really had no idea what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. However, um. I'm going to try to phrase this correctly here. Um, I did do some research, and someone put it really elegantly. Um, okay, so some, a, a lady online, and once I figure out who this was, I'll give her credit, but she actually has a really good approach to this whole what would Walt do. And she started off by saying, um, once when Disneyland was approaching the hour to close, Walt Disney noticed a popcorn vending cart that had no popcorn left in it. 
and was behind, and was being cleaned up and closed for the night. The cast member explained to him that he knew from experience that guests don't buy much popcorn at the end of the night. Uh, and he said, no, I want guests to feel that Disneyland is always on and never shuts down, even when they're going home for the night. Pop up some more popcorn. Okay, so... Given the fact that we do not know what Walt would do for anything, here are about eight guidelines she said that any, no matter what would happen, these is, this is what would happen if Walt was around still today. Um, so there would be a higher priority focus on guest experience and park atmosphere than on efficiency and profitability. No doubt. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. No doubt. Attractions would be open at a higher capacity, even in slow times. Yep. Agreed. Stores and sections of the park wouldn't open or close at hours different than the Correct. park's main gates. Correct. Mm-hmm. Attractions would be plus, I hate that word, more often. Yes. New attractions and entertainment wouldn't so commonly target thrill seekers, but engage whole families together. Yep. Bingo. Yep. Absolutely right, which yep. is why I'm, I'm not okay with the Millennium Falcon thing. Right. Um, maintenance would be far better, more careful and detailed. Yep. Yes. Here's the big one here. New attractions would essentially more often be imaginative creations of completely new IP rather than simply leveraging only popular movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The marketing focus would be less about magic and more about happiness. Stores would more often feature uncommon land-themed specific merchandise that made shopping an interesting excursion and adding and to unique. the park experiences. And unique. Yeah. Can we go back to that last one? Rather than promoting just a large Disney store mall, which is what's happening. I'm sorry. Um, the marketing focus would be less about magic and more about happiness? I don't agree with that. Okay. Well, we'll hold on. We'll go back to that okay. in a second. Um, it would be more egalitarian. E- egalitarian. That's a hard word for me to say. What's that mean? Egalitarian? Uh, egalitarian. Um, with much lower prices, including food. Um, that means you would have, it, it'd be more balanced yeah. as far as what, like, for instance, it wouldn't be like some crazy Club 33 or this Royale 21 thing. Okay, okay. And there probably wouldn't be these upcharges for special dinner packages and things like that. It, it, it would be more even across the board. Okay. Which I would agree with. So, uh, Do you want the actual definition of it? Oh, sure. Go ahead. Relating to or believing in the principle that all people are equal and deserve equal rights and opportunities. There you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's so more equal. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I do. Um, yeah. So, but Jess says the marketing would focus would be less about magic and more about happiness. I think they go hand in hand. That's what Walt was all about was the magic. Okay. And that's mm-hmm. why he didn't have people painting in, you know, during park hours or fixing something during park hours. There, it was about the magic and keeping the show going. I don't agree with that statement. Okay. At all. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think happiness and magic go hand in hand because the way that he, the way that he wanted things, it was, it, it's not about, I mean, it is about making people happy, but the way that they, he made them happy was the magic. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I think you make some really good points and, and I think you're right. I think magic and happiness can probably be the same thing. Yeah. Um, but I actually agree with everything else this, oh, this, I do, this lady said. Mm-hmm. And she's right. Um, if you keep those like seven or eight principles in line, it's – and if Disney stuck to these, it would be a much different park right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So let's move on to the article from Raleigh Crump. Now, th- this 
podcast is not a history on Raleigh Crump. If you want to check him out, you can definitely go do that. I'll put a link in the show notes for that. Um, or you can pick up, he's got a couple of books written about him. Um, and so I just, I'm not going to read the whole article because it's very long. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to read a few things, which, um, talk about his background a little bit to get you up to speed. And then some of his thoughts, um, and I'm just going to read a quote from the LA times here. So that's what the source is for this. Uh, try as he might. And he's tried countless times. Raleigh Crump just can't quit Disney. But his latest attempt may be the closest he's come. Earlier this year, Kremp had artifacts from nearly all of his life's work auctioned off, um, a sale decades in the making that brought in more than $600,000. No surprise the items were in demand. In addition to having a hand as an assistant animator in the Disney uh, films Lady and Tramp and Sleeping Beauty, Crump's resume just so happens to contain work on It's a Small World, The Enchanted Tiki Room, and The Haunted Mansion. The writer for this should have said Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room, mm-hmm. which they need to. I'm, I'm yeah. going to actually have to write these guys. Um, <laughs> cornerstones. These are cornerstones of Anaheim's Disneyland and pivotal works in American pop art. Crump is one of the most important designers in the, in the development of early Disneyland and one of only a few surviving ar- architects of the park who can speak directly to the intentions of its creator, Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. He also has a reputation as one of the park's most vocal critics and for decades has offered blunt assessments of Disney designs as well as his former peers. A no-nonsense tat like it is artist who was offended at the suggestion that others would be offended by his critiques. <laughs> at the same time, Crump is fiercely possessive of Disneyland's ideals and believes strongly in the theme park as a place of living art to those uh, yeah, he thinks it's a place uh, of living art. To those outside the secretive walls of Walt Disney Imagineering uh, wed enterprises for Walter Elias Disney when Kremp joined the division in 1958. The 88-year-old designer's reputation is that of a rebel, a fierce protector of individual freedom and the complex world of corporate art. Corporate art is a pretty funny phrase to me. Um, To this day, Kremp is heralded as co-leading what would be Disneyland's greatest version of Tomorrowland, a sort of mod-like vision of future past that opened in 1967. And the Disneyland Hotel's wildly popular bar, Trader Sam's, is steeped in the Crump influence. Having been designed, um, having being designed in his vision of Tiki culture, he was also the creative force behind one of Disney's most storied, never built attractions, the Museum of the Weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to fast forward through all this stuff because the article is really fascinating, but I don't want to bore anybody. So that's a little bit of background. Um, some of his quotes are, um, let's see. Disneyland has charm. Disneyland freaking hugs you and kisses you. <laughs> That's a good quote. Sure. Yeah, I like that one. Um, as Crump toured with mansion designs on and off for the, all over the years, breaking away for a time to work on It's a Small World for the 1964 World's Fair, his drawings increasingly emphasized the macabre. A coffin that doubled as a grandfather clock, a doorway made of human bones, a woman dubbed as the mistress of evil or a man-eating plant, the latter living on and to inspire the haunted mansion's wallpaper. During a presentation to Disney, Crump said his peers told him his ideas would be too weird for the old man. That's the old man being Disney. Mm-hmm. Crump says he arrived at Wed's offices the following morning to find Disney in his chair. The first thing he said to me was, you son of a bitch, Crump mm-hmm. says. All that stuff you showed me yesterday, I couldn't sleep. Disney, <laughs> then declared him, th- Disney then declared to the staff, we have a museum of the weird now. 
The plan, says Kramp, was to collect weird things from all over the world and bring them to Disneyland. <laughs> uh, Marty Sklar, who died last year, said in an, in an interview in 2015 that if Disney had lived, the Museum of the World would have found its way into the mansion. Museum of the Word. Weird. Oh, weird. weird. That would have been amazing. Right? I think that would have been amazing. Hmm. Um, and like I said, I'm paraphrasing this article because it's super long. Um, very long. So I'm going to go to the other meeting, the meet of here. So ask him if he misses visiting Disneyland regularly. And he answers empathetically, no, 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 not anymore. Then he pauses and simply says, the park is gone. While there, is, while there most certainly is a theme park at 1313 Disneyland Drive in Anaheim, Crump dismisses, his, uh, dismisses it as a stroller park. <laughs> he views its current state the result of a battle he's long been fighting. When he expresses a frustration with the park, it's not due to a lack of desire to change. And it needs to be noted that much in Disney's parks today are very much handcrafted and full of personality. Sea Animal Kingdom in Florida, the massive mountainous sculptures of Cars Land, or the recently added evil beaver on the Disneyland Railroad. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. That I is love fan- that. I know. That is awesome. What Crump laments is the obviously personal touch, an attraction that clearly belongs to a, sp- a specific artist more than it does a blockbuster film. That points to the question of what imagining did Raleigh work for, says his son Christopher, who recently retired but returned to consult on the revamp of Paradise Pier into Pixar Pier mm-hmm. at Anaheim's California Adventure. Interesting to call it that. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to think about his design philosophies and the guy he was, you've seen the beatnik posters and what he calls dope posters. It's all counterculture, and my dad dressed like a beatnik, but he's a nut. They were all nuts. <laughs> this was a brand new endeavor for most of them, Christopher continues. They were making this stuff as they making this up as they went along and there was a lot of experimentation it didn't matter if he hadn't done it before because nobody had done it before um and core raleigh had room for what some could perceive as imperfections when it came to the small world facade crump went to went above his boss richard irvine to go straight to disney as irvine was seeking to have davis redesigned that's mark davis in this Mm -hmm. article i showed the clock to walt and walt said that's good Dick said, it doesn't have that European flavor. I'm having Mark redesign it. Walt looked at Dick straight in the eyes and said, I like it the way it is. The old man backed, backed me on so many damn things. That's why so many people didn't like me. <laughs> so, yeah, he became one of Walt's favorite de- designers. Um, and I want to end with the last part here. Um, we had a big lunch at the, cl- at, the, at the 33 Club, Crump says. Roy Disney was there. Roy Disney came up to me and said, are you Raleigh Crump? And I said, yes, sir, I am. He said, my brother used to talk about you. This is when Raleigh Crump's smile widens a grin as big as a kid discovering a silly symphony for the first time. I just thought, that's cool. (laughs) Um, So this is interesting to me, and I think it's why we're talking about this tonight. I mean, I don't just come up with the topics on my own. I make sure that Justin, we didn't want to talk about it, Mm but, um, and this also goes in hand in hand with some changes that the park is making right now. So what do you guys think about Raleigh Crump's assessment of the park? I mean, he would, there's only like a handful of people that actually really should have a strong opinion about him being one of them, him being one of them. There's, you know, Alice Davis is another one who's still alive. Bob Gurr is another one. Um, the other guy that we just said, I heard an interview with a guy from Space from uh, Space Mountain. Remember the guy who who oh, wrote it again? Wrote it the eighty. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. eighty, right? Yeah, he's still alive. So there's only like maybe ten people left that really I would only listen to them about the park. Which is fair. Yeah. Which is fair. 
No, I, I like his statements because he has a right to say what he's saying because he's right. Okay. So his focus was that you have attractions that are not tied to a specific IP, mm-hmm. that they are the creation of the artist and the creation of – it just it comes from Disneyland. Right. I right. mean, we, we, we talk about our most beloved things that we love there. Right. Pirates does not have an – it did not have an IP. In, nope. In, you know, in 67. Right. Nope. Honda Mansion did not have an IP. Nope. <laughs> Anything that we hold near and dear, I mean, the only thing that even comes cl- is indie That had an individual IP, but the way they made that fit in, mm-hmm. it felt like it should have been there always. Yes. So he's absolutely right. And, and I think that is a one thing that we've been talking about, and I've said it, I'm going to go over to Tomorrowland real quick, is that what, what tar- Tomorrowland has been missing mm-hmm. for a long time now. Is that, and that's why I kind of went, hey, if they could do an individual IP, that would help ground that land and get it back where it needs to be because every other land has that. Right. So he's, I mean, obviously we can't argue with a man that has designed so many things and was there, but I mean, all we can do is agree with him and we do. I full, wholly agree with him at every, with everything in me. He's spot on. Mm -hmm. Everything they're doing now is borrowed. It's borrowed. And, and Jess, you've made, up the, you've made that comment on a number of occasions that it's not Disney. No, it's not. It's not Disney. It, it, it's a movie. It's another thing. It's no. a, it, that's why when you say, hey, we can bring up Star Wars, yeah. Star Wars was bought. It wasn't right. created. It's not Disney. If, if Star Wars was created by Disney, whole different conversation, I think. Mm-hmm. But because it isn't, and it, w- and, and it won't be mm-hmm. ever... It doesn't have the same weight as anything else. So, yeah, mansion, pirates. You go anywhere in Fantasyland, Tiki Room, you know, Space Mountain. All those things are, I mean, even though Space Mountain's an IP, but you think about what was there. Jungle Cruise, another one. Now they're going to make a movie off it. You know, all those things are, like, grounded. Hmm. Yep. And Mm. now, where are we at? (laughs) Where are we at now? We're here. We're here talking about this. Right. <laughs> so now we're we're sitting here, and the one thing that he's right is, on a big level, is that the park in the original imagination, Walt, is gone. Mm-hmm. And it is a sad thing to say. Yeah. Um, a lot of people will argue, like you're saying, will argue, oh, no, Walt would have been, no, 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 no. You're forgetting that, that you look at who his favorite um, Imagineer was. Yeah. Raleigh Crump. Yeah. Did Raleigh... Crump play it safe? No. Nope. Did Raleigh Crump go, hey, we'll just walk on over here and buy this for a hundred billion dollars and call it ours? <laughs> no. And so you can look at that and everything that they say, oh, Walt, same thing with alcohol. Anything yep. right now that you say, oh, Walt would have followed, I think, and I've said it and I'm going to keep on saying it, you guys are wrong if you think that he would be doing this right now. Mm-hmm. As much as I initially love the idea of Star Wars land as we move along now Mm -hmm. as we move forward into it's you know unveiling and opening the more I'm starting to dislike it right well I mean and that comes on the the heels of another article that came out in the OC register and also another couple sites about um, what they're doing is they're removing planters right and take if where where you could then like you could actually sit Mm-hmm. Along the edge of a planner, and they're moving it. Um, 
and they're removing park benches as well. Mm-hmm. Now I've heard that they're kind of going to replace them with other with other benches or something like that. Um, and there, there and there are scrims up as we speak in between Frontierland and Adventureland, where there's that garden. There's a duck pond there, mm-hmm. and um, the, there's a waterway. It's this underground water system that that's crucial to yep. to the uh, the part. river. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what Dan said. He likes us in some of this tidbit stuff. I'll throw in something real, real quick. Um, when Disneyland, um, in their bright minds, took down Cascade Peak, um, the waterfall system there, what they didn't realize was that was also the water filtration for the rivers of America. Right. And when they took that thing down, they everything got stagnant, mm-hmm. and they were trying to figure out well, what was going on, and they realized that that actually played a crucial part in the whole design. Um, so I think they learned their lesson with this and they shouldn't mess around with the water, but I don't know. I mean, I'm going to have to wait to see what exactly they're doing. Mm-hmm. If they're going to reduce it by like a foot or something on each side, I'm okay with that, but I don't want that to be gone. I don't want that pond. I don't want the, I don't want the, the foliage and the vegetation to be gone between those two lands. I mean, that's, that's all part of the charm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a theme park, right? Yeah. This isn't this isn't yeah. flipping Six Flags. Right, this and that's kingdom. what they're turning it into. It's just another park. You it's think so? Not, it's just another theme park. You, really? I told my mom I don't want to go anymore. But you, you, you go in a couple weeks? No, we don't have anything planned right now, and oh. I, I plan to keep it that way. Really? Mm-hmm. Because, because just, what's what's gotten you all worked up? Them removing the planners, them, like, if they're going to get rid of these waterways, if they're going to cover up the waterways so that they're just underneath, so that it's still a filtration system, then yeah. we just can't see it. Yeah. I don't want to go anymore. Walt's not there. I'm sorry. He's not. Yeah. Nope. Okay. So do, are you, do you think that they're doing this because of Star Wars land or 100%, because? 110%. 110%. It's mm, all because of Star Wars. It's not because of the crowds already? No. no. We've no. gone this far with the crowds. We're fine. Mm. Well, I have to. I have to agree with Jess on that. It, it has nothing to do. Well, I'm, I, I'm agreeing. I'm just asking. Yeah. No. 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 And and I'm just I'm reiterating what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, as we move along here, we can't continue. I think I said before that I was fine with Galaxy's Edge if we kept a nice firm delineation between there and the rest of the park because it doesn't fit thematically. Everywhere else, we have a line. We know when we're going into what, for the most part. The only one that's kind of hazy is the one, the backside going in from Marland into... Oh. No, no, that, even that. Even Hungry Bear and the Critter Country and, I mean, Adventureland. You know where you are. But if they start doing this, covering up waterways, removing planters, starting to basically pave over what can make what one of the many things that make the park unique then what are we doing what are they doing i'm not willing as a park going a fan and, and, and a fan of the park to sacrifice that for galaxy's edge i'm not do you think we've already sacrificed too much okay so we are in a state of flux right now obviously <laughs> and we have been yeah the direction that we seem to be going in doesn't look good. Them covering up waterways, those kind of things, putting the scrims up. That is blocking things off. Now, if they do reroute, maybe shrink a little bit, but yet preserve 
the essence of what's there, mm-hmm. then okay. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're going to. Well, I hope they are. Well, I agree, and we had that discussion, but I at, at currently at where we sit, yeah, it doesn't look good. No. In fact, it looks very bad. It looks bad. It looks bad. Like, we're going to get any any unique feeling along the trail, moving down the trail and into Fantasyland. And which makes that trail is freaking phenomenal. It's going to be gone. For what? So we can basically parking? If you think about it, it's for human parking. Because people are going to be queuing up. Yeah. And they don't need to do it. They need to do something other than to remove the heart and the soul of that area. For what? For parking. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're doing. So at current pace, it doesn't look good. It looks like that's exactly what they're going to do, and they don't care. They forget mm-hmm. that they are now altering the experience. And now people may argue, well, you know, they're doing that, but you're going to get the experience over here. I, and honestly, I, I sit here and go, I don't care. I don't care about what's... At, at, at this point in time, I'm actually going to jump on with Jess. I'm Thank done you. with Galaxy's Edge. I'm done. Oh. I, can't, I can't sit here and go, as much as I'm a lover of Star Wars, mm-hmm. I can't do that. I can't... I can't be on board with that taking over and encroaching further and further, a slow creep in. The alcohol was tough for me to take because I, you know, I've said it before. I am not, I am not good with alcohol being introduced into the park. Now we all know it's probably, probably inevitable, but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean I have to like it. No, and I don't. And so now that, is going to happen in the galaxy's edge. So I'm like, oh, great. So they're going to take something that I love in, in Star Wars, and then now they're going to use it as an excuse. Mm-hmm. So then, okay, where do we stop? Okay, if, if, if I can give him that one, keep that there, keep everything delineated. If you want to have your booze, fine. I can't stop you, but keep it there. Don't let it travel out. And that's what they said they're gonna do. Yeah. Well, and yeah, but yeah, yeah. We don't know how that's gonna play out. I yet. know that, but but what I'm trying is like, all, it's a slow creep. Yeah. And so now, you see the slow creep, and I'm like, oh man, that is scary. Yeah. I don't like that. It doesn't make me feel good because I can see where the arrows are starting to point. I'm not a moron. If you want to pay attention, and really look. The arrows are pointed in a bad way for people who don't want Galaxy's Edge to take over the park. I made my complaint before that Star Wars was all over the place in that park, and it didn't need to be. No. As much as I love Star Wars, I'm sorry. No, it doesn't fit. So now we're going to take the land, and now we're going to have it taking over other parts of the park Mm -hmm. for basically parking of human beings because they're going to want to get in there? Sure. Are you kidding no, Are you joking? Kidding. So so with them doing this widening of these two paths that go to Frontierland and Adventureland, do you think that they are envisioning guests queuing up for Star Wars yes. to be backed up that far? Yes. Okay, that is not acceptable whatsoever. No, exactly. But I mean, look at when Indiana Jones first opened. Indy's line went straight to, uh, to Small World. It wrapped yeah. all the way back there. Yeah. So it's like, it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, okay. And I know Space Mountain's line was out to uh, Main Street. Yeah. Yep. I mean, up to the gate. Yeah. It'll happen. So it, it's mm-hmm. going to happen. And so my, my thought process is instead of them 
sacrificing the park. Because, yeah, okay, Indy, did they change anything? They go, hey, why don't we take out half of this over here for basically people to stand in? Did they do any of that? They elongated the queue, and they left the queue inside, and they actually thought about it. Like, we're going to put the queue in here. Well, they did shorten the Jungle Cruise a, a little bit. A little bit, but it didn't affect anything. Nah, not really. No. This is going to affect that whole area. If you're going to queue up people and have people going in there, think about the cluster that's going to be over there now. Mm-hmm. Yep. An absolute cluster of people, and they're going to widen everything. It's going to be a nightmare. We already thought about it be a nightmare, but now they're going to take the human nightmare of mass people... And then you're going to remove essence of the park, which make everything unique and feel and feel right in that park. And what makes it different from everything for Galaxy's Edge. And, I, and I'm not okay with that. I'm just not. I can't. I'm not okay with that at, at all. And then again, the, it, it's, I mean, one more, one more major thing. And I'm going to be like, I'm going to join Jess and go like, I ain't even going to go in there. Mm-mm. It's just not worth it. Anymore. No, no. I'm still going to go to the park, but I may, at, at this point, I'm starting to really think like when it opens up, I'm going to make no effort to go. Really? Yeah. As much as I want to do everything, as much as initially you think of everything that they're going to offer in that land. Yeah. And you're thinking, holy crap, as a kid and a lover of stars, I'm like, oh my God, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. But you have to think about what, okay. Walt and Walt Disney, to me, I loved that park before I liked Star Wars. I went right. there before I even knew what Star Wars was. So if I had to pick and choose one, it's going to be like, and especially especially now Star Wars is making it a lot easier not to, not to pick Star Wars because of the contents coming out. Oh, yeah. But anyway, Disneyland shouldn't be affected by Star Wars. It shouldn't, and it is. And in, in a negative way right now. Before, it wasn't bad. Yeah, 14 acres, okay, above, away from everything. Everything looked okay. But now it's not looking okay. Now they're breaking any rule that I said, okay, it's fine if they do, as long as they don't do this. And then they're coming out going, okay, we're going to do that. Okay, so as long as they don't encroach into the park, okay, we're going to encroach the park. Well, okay, what can I do? And that's it. And before it was like, well, don't use an excuse to bring in alcohol. Oh, hey, good. Guess what? We're going to be able to drink now. Yep. So it's one and two. And I'm like, one more thing. You say one more thing. And I'm like, and I'm off completely. Mm. Like right now, I'm like, yeah, one foot off and then I'm on my toe hanging on as it is right now with the other one. So what could they do to bring you back? One, not screw up the, the, the two things that they could do to bring you back is eliminate the two things that I said they cannot do. Mm-hmm. Which is... Uh, Get rid of the booze, which is crap. It's stupid. I think it's well, a they, dumb idea. They won't. No, I know. But, and then the other thing is if they can, if once they redo whatever they're going to redo and they make it so that it doesn't destroy that feeling and the and everything goes in there, then I would be more apt to go. But right now, it's not pointing in that direction. Look at what they're doing with the front of the freaking Matterhorn. Yeah. For what? Right. For what? <laughs> Again, for what? They're, oh, we're going to make a fast pass. Why? Why? You're destroying. You're, you're making all this inconvenience. You're doing construction during the day. You're doing all these things that Walt wouldn't have done, and you're doing it all for what? Mm-hmm. So you look at that. Yeah. Everything that they've done... Now is more about, again, dollars, dollars, dollars. You said it before, but they're ruining what it's about. It's about the experience. Mm-hmm. It's about connecting with that land, with whatever land, whatever ride, whatever, whatever attraction, whatever IP. And they're taking that away from people. They're taking that away. And every time they do something like this, another part of it is taken away from kids being able to truly understand the magic of that park. And this is part of it. Yeah, Galaxy's Edge, blah, blah, blah. But do you realize 
what was there before? Do you realize, again, like I've said, in the Rivers of America, you're in a canoe in the middle of Anaheim, mm-hmm. and you have no idea you're there in the middle of Anaheim. You're, com- you're completely engrossed in that environment. And here you are, just destroying that left and right and making it an amusement park, not a theme park, not Walt, not Walt Disney, mm-hmm. not Disney. It's just anything now. And for what? Again, for what? That's my whole argument. For what? Money. For money. For dollars. money. Dollars. For dollars. That's what it's for. And that's what it's going to be for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm you know, holding off judgment about those walkways until I see what they've done. But like you said, Udi, as it is now, I'm a little upset with what they've with, with what they've done. I just, you know, I, I hope that in the end it's just like a subtle change. But with keeping like the the bushes and the water and the duck pond there, because to me that's all part of theming and that's mm-hmm. all stuff that I just love that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, so I just I I but overall I'm not really 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 pleased. And this removal of planters and benches, um, you know, there's probably some formula there where it says you know a sitting guest is not a paying guest sort of thing. And I bet mm-hmm. you they're using that as a mindset. You know, well if you know if Woody's sitting down means he's not actually buying anything and we can't have that. He needs to be up there doing something. And I hope that they don't use that as a model of, of in their design process. Well, you know, I, I think, um, I, you sent me an article yeah. earlier, um, and I'm bringing it up real quick. Um, and it is an article on the Disney movie review, movie review talking about Bob, uh, Chappick. Oh yeah. I, I thought you might like that, 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 site because it's kind of be up your right up your lane i guess and so i was reading the article and um it hit a lot of cute points in the fact that that is a mindset now Mm -hmm. people like him being brought in to run parks like that that is a mindset do you want to just do a couple highlights on that um well or what what struck you is um the one part i'm trying to find it now um Oh, okay. He said, why fans should worry about Bob Chappick? No matter what fans think of Bob Chappick um, or the reports that he could be the next D- Disney CEO, there are two facts Disney fans cannot dispute. One, nearly every decision Bob Chappick has made as a leader has made Disney more profitable. Okay. Sure. So we've said that before. It's a business. They're, they're going to Hey, I'm a shareholder. Sure. I like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number two. Nearly oh. every decision Bob Chappick has made as a leader has made the customer experience worse. Hmm. Um, they actually go on, and I think they actually talk about, you know, Blu-ray and certain things like that, and they actually go through and highlight some of the decisions he's made, and I'm kind of like, oh, my God, that made it worse. That <laughs> made it worse. So, again, when you look at it, everything is driving, Jess has been saying forever, it's for money. We've said it all before. People have to learn how to balance the business side of Disney versus the entertainment side of Disney and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But they are now tipping. And now reading that article, mm-hmm. um, you know, somebody who was there at the inception, and he's saying, yeah, no, like it's gone. It is gone. And so that can tell you right there. And argue if you want. He was there. He mm-hmm. created some of these things. He was there. He, he was hand in hand with Walt. Mm-hmm. So if Walt liked him and was one of his favorite Imagineers, that's going to tell you they were kind of lined up in thinking. Yeah. 
I mean, I like you, Mark. We get along really well. And when we think about, when we talk about a lot of things outside of Disney or whatever, we talk about real world, you and I line up a lot in general thought and how we handle, we handle things maybe a little different. <laughs> but our thought processes are pretty, you know, in line with each other. Mm-hmm. And that means basically that the old expression, birds of a feather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I read that article and I saw those things, and I'm thinking to myself, here's this guy. And I'm going to believe him when, and, and I can more, I think I could read more into what he's saying about the park and think, and fall more in line with what Walt would be thinking about the park than I think most people would. Mm-hmm. And so when I read that, it, it kind of hit me. It was like kind of a gut punch when he's like, when, you know, and he read it again, he's like, the park is gone. Yeah. And that kind of hit me with a gut punch of that reality of like, he's right. <laughs> or he's very, very, very accurate. <laughs> yeah. He's right. Um, and so it's very, it's kind of, it was kind of depressing to read that, that, um, quote, kind of you're like, God, you know, what do you do? Yeah. What do you do? So Jess, let me ask you this. Despite all your frustrations right now and anger and utter just disdain mm-hmm, pretty <laughs> for, much. The, for the uh, park, mm-hmm. if you were there. And you are watching Fantasmic or your fireworks and you have your cherry Coke and cream cheese filled pretzel bite, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You, I don't know what it is. But let's say you're there in your moment with 13 or whomever okay. you wish to be with. You can pick them ever. And everything's going on. Do you forget all this stuff? Are you? Are you yeah. You do? Oh, yeah. Okay. And, yeah. Then, and then what happens? And then you come back to reality. Yeah. But, but you still are happy for a moment. Yeah. And you're there. Because once you're there and you you hit that spot, that zone, right. do you forget about all the nonsense we're talking about right now? Yes. But that will change as soon as Galaxy's Edge opens because it's going to be in your face constantly. It's going to be too many people. And that's going to be part of the problem. And that's going to be completely different when I'm sitting watching Fantasmic and there's just swarms of thousands and thousands of people that are now just, you know, going to be, you know, passing me while we're sitting waiting or while we're trying to get out of Phantasmic when it's done because all these people are going to be going that direction now. So it'll all be gone. Unfortunately. Sorry, everybody, if I let you down. You didn't let me down. I just actually that occurred to me about something just real quick about designed. And a lot of this could be circumvented if they had another opening outside the park for this land. So by the part where you and I were walking, go ahead. Uh, No, I'm I'm with you. I'm pointing at you because I'm like, keep on going. Well, we walked along one edge and I guess that was the Western edge, Yep. but we didn't see what the Southern edge was or the Northern edge, whatever that is back there behind it. If they had an opening over there for people just to go to it, that would, that, that would be a, a game changer for me. With no opening in the park. No, no, no. It Those would. three ports could be exits, but it just occurred to me about something. If you were running Fantasmic at 9 and 1030, mm-hmm. how are you going to keep guests from coming out of Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge, and interfering with your experience at Fantasmic? You're not. Mm-hmm. They're you cool. don't think they've thought about that? No. How are they going to? There's absolutely, what do they just say? You can't leave during this time? Mm-hmm. There's they do that. There. They do that with fan. You can't come into Fantasyland, or you have to stay back. For what? When they do fireworks. 
No. You can't go in. Oh, for Fantasyland, they close Fantasyland. They're not going to close Galaxy's Edge. Well, no, no. What I'm saying is maybe they could keep people in there. Like Ooh. you're not, you cannot exit. If you need to exit, you need to go out that gate yes. and then go around. The Fantasyland and Big Thunder Trail mm-hmm. exits could be open, but I bet you, dollars or donuts or churros to donuts, <laughs> they will shut down that 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 Hungry Bear side for for night viewing, and they have to. They have to. Otherwise, it's going to be more of a mass no. amount of. Oh, I mean, no, I'm you, just thinking out loud. I didn't yeah. even think about this until Jess said that. And that totally got me thinking. I'm I'm sitting here and thinking as we move along, you know. And I I've, I've been talking about it before. They had those three big, you know, those entrances and whatnot. Yeah. The more I'm sitting here and thinking, realistically, they're going to have to put a, another gate. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're going to have to put another gate to get in. Hmm. And that could be in the form of this exclusive hotel that they have for Star Wars themed only, but I don't think that I don't think that's enough. No, no. That has me thinking. The way I'm thinking right now is that that will be the only real way to control what is going on. Mm-hmm. So if they add, even if they add more, whatever over there, they cover up the waterways. It's not going to be enough. No. That waterway thing is what hinges for me right now. Mm-hmm. That's that is the tipping point for me, um, and they better do that right. And I don't I don't want to see some pavement over there with extending room only because I will I'll be I will just be upset with mm-hmm. that. Like I said, I think we've lost too much already with mm-hmm. this. Oh, I, I'm I'm with you. I, I can't. I, like I said, they've gotten me to the point where I'm with Jess now. Uh huh. But. I think there are ways to save it. I mean, we're not there yet. Um, and like I said, an entrance in the back would help a lot, a lot. And I could see them shutting down that 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 remote side, um, which I guess is going to be the rebel side. I have no idea what side that is. No idea. Be. I have no idea what they're doing yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, because if you're sitting there with Fantasmic and you've got people behind you, well, they have people going by you anyways when you're watching the show. They've got the walkway and you have the the reserved seating or whatever, but but not that amount of people that no. they're gonna have with this. No. Over it. Over it. Yep. Okay. It's it's sad because I just I really don't have anything to say. Really? Yeah. I, I thought you have something to say. I'm over it. Would you be in favor of Jess blowing up Star Wars? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, would you be in favor of more Fantasyland and less Tomorrowland? You know how they merge over there? Yeah. Would you be in favor of that Fantasyland being expanded to take over some of... I mean, that's fine, because Tomorrowland has nothing going for it. Not right now. Not right now. No. I'd be okay with that. Because there are some thoughts on some of the message boards that, I'm been, that I read and sometimes contribute to that, um, eh, that there's a thought of Tomorrowland becoming less and having Fantasyland expanded. Well, they're going to expand it, but I'm hoping they just get rid of Toontown. That would be the right fix to that issue. And the theater. <laughs> yeah, I love the theater, but they're going to. Do you have the theater more than Big Thunder Ranch Barbecue? Mm, they're different. Are they? Well, because one, I'm eating. One, I'm being entertained. Okay. Yeah, What if they different. put a massive restaurant right there? They're going to. It'll be Be Our Guest. Yeah, this can be Be oh, Our yeah, Guest, right. yeah. Over there. With wine. <laughs> With wine and beer. <laughs> well, I think, I'm telling you, you know the old motorboat cruise dock? Yep. 
they're doing something over there right now. Are they? Yeah, it, that is all scrimmed up, and that has nothing to do with traffic. Um, so I bet you that's going to be part of some sort of expansion that when we talked about Frozen coming out there. Doesn't it? Does it say anything on the no, board It's just covered. Yeah. Um, but I'm just curious to see what they're what they're doing over in that in that section. Um, hmm. I don't know. Like I said, I really have I I they've sucked the life out of me. They've jumped the, they've jumped the shark. Yeah, they've jumped the shark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, I mean for me, I'm still on the edge. I'm on Galaxy's edge. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, but I am on the edge of and like I said, I've I've straddled the fence of being with Jess and Udi on this and um it's just gross. Um but <laughs> You know, to me, I'm leaning t- more toward Jess's side right now, and I guess Udi is as well. Mm-hmm. Um, is it? It's just come to me like it, it's. I mean, it's not enough that Star Wars Episode Seven and Eight just, to me, in my opinion, are horrible. Okay, and, and that's just my opinion. Um, and like I said, we're not even going to get Boba Fett. We're not going to get Vader in this land, and we shouldn't because, mm-hmm. according to what they're saying, and. You know, a lot of this land is going to be predicated on the immersiveness of the cast members. You know, I'm going to tell you, this is going to be watered down by 2022. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. People are going to be like, uh, oh, yeah, there's this Space Mountain shirt here in Galaxy's Land. Or Mm -hmm. Galaxy's Land, I thought I can buy or something. No, you shouldn't be buying that stuff there. Mm -hmm. And there's not, and this whole theming stuff is going to be, the whole acting and role playing, that's not going to be, people are going to be tired of that. Mm hmm. Um, and I'm just telling you, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I was going to quote something, um, how the LA times called Disneyland Walt's folly when it first opened because mm-hmm. it was such a failure. I mean, this could be Iger's folly. I mean, yeah. this could either go one or two ways, but yeah. I'm, and sure it's going to be lights out, crazy return on investment for the first couple of years. Cause people are like, Oh my God. Yeah. But once the dust settles, they're going to go crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no, I agree. And, at this point, it, I'm close-minded, by the way. Well, no, <laughs> but I, I, I said a few episodes ago that everything, the success of the design is going to be on, basically sitting on the success of the franchise. Mm-hmm. And I've said it, the franchise is floundering, and it makes me sad, and this has happened because of the wrong people getting in control mm-hmm. of the reins, and this may be the same exact issue. Right now... The park is going through these changes because the wrong people yeah. are in control. They're not, they've forgotten the soul of the park. <laughs> and when you forget the reason why you're there, it doesn't usually lead to anything good. Mm-hmm. And that's why now, looking at what they're doing, and these little, they may seem trivial to some people. And they may listen to what I'm saying or what Jess is saying or you're, what we're all saying and go, what difference does that make? Who cares? I care. I care. And I care. And mm-hmm. that's why we're talking about it. But what it means, what, what a lot of people forget is that there are a lot of signs along the way of something bad happening. And you just have to choose to see them. And if you don't want to, you're not going to. So <laughs> I'm not, you know, we have never been Disney apologists. We've never been, you know, sycophantic lovers of the park to a to that point where anything they touch is golden 
And we right. never will be. We've said it before. No. And this is one of the things that right now we're calling out going, this doesn't look good. No. This doesn't point like it's going in the right place. And that everything, and, and really reading this article really started getting my head really, really rolling in that direction. And then almost like, you know, divine timing, these other things started landing. And I'm right. like, holy crap, like everything started lining up and it really made me refocus on mm-hmm. on everything. And I kind of went, you know, and, I, and like I text both of you guys, I'm like, I'm with Jess now. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't, I can't continue to follow down this road because too many things now. It's just wrong. Is wrong. Yeah. It's not what we need to be doing. It's not what the park needs to be doing. And they're losing. So in, in 10 years, 20 years, are people going to be loving the park as much as we do? Nope. I think the park will go downhill. I don't know about that. To me, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you, Jess, I, I, you know, I, I've, <laughs> if someone else said this too, and this, so this isn't, this isn't my own thought, but you know, if you want to, if you choose to get involved with Disneyland, this relationship is going to break your heart. And, oh yes, one hundred and ten percent. And I, I was just telling Annika that the other day, and um, you know, because she's frustrated with all of this too. Is she, she? Oh yeah, she absolutely is. Good kid. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she now I don't know where I was going to go with this. Um, Break your heart. No, nah, you know, was, was, was what did you say part of that? I forgot. I mean, you were on a good th- roll that got me going with uh, Basically, the signs and that we cannot, we, we lose your heart and when you're thinking about the wrong thing and then, mm. then you go the wrong direction, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, no, I forget. Uh, shoot, I forget what I was going to say about that. I was going all deep. Darn, I, was, I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it, it, I think it will break your heart on this. Um, it, <laughs> I don't know. It's just kind of a wait and see thing for me, um, you know. And a lot of it depends on what they do with, with theming and design of the original park. Because once it starts messing up, I mean, to me, Big Thunder Ranch, the loss of that, and the whole energy of being in that atmosphere, especially down during the holidays, it's gone. Mm-hmm. We're never going to get that back. And that's to me, it's just too much. Um, Part something to do with you're talking about um, the this how the story just sort of sucked and the wrong people were in charge and mm-hmm. things like that and um, I don't know I don't know what I was gonna go with that sorry about that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway yeah I mean and that's where we're at right now realigning my thought process on everything and just recognizing that that this is not going in the right direction anymore. I mean, it was hazy and kind of, you know, I had trepidation to an extent, but, you know, being positive, but now I, sure. I, I can't, I can't do it. I, I can't, I can't agree with what's going on. I can't agree. I mean, they have to make it a beyond phenomenal experience without doing any damage to the existing park. You just can't do it. Yeah. I've already done damage. Well, I mean, I, I think my focus is going to be more now on what they're doing with Disneyland. And once Star Wars launches... Um, and that's a bell they're not going to be able to unring, unfortunately. <laughs> but once that gets going, I think I'm going to be more interested in, the, in what they're doing in Disneyland proper. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm not really going to be focused on Star Wars because it's like if, if I don't suck up and pay for this premiere party, let's say they have that in May or something, there's just no conceivable way that I would go as a regular guest mm-hmm. it's just I'd, I'd be so pissed off going mm-hmm. to that and just paying a lot of money to be sitting around and going okay i don't feel immersed i'm i feel like i've been shopped mm-hmm. and and doing other things um 
So now, I mean, I'm more interested in what they're doing with Tomorrowland. I'm more interested mm-hmm. in what's going on, even over at DCA. I'm mm-hmm. kind of curious with, with, with Marvel uh, Avengers Land or something like that, whatever they're going to call it. Um, I thought about that though the other day, and with Pixar Pier is that, you know, the way people are these days. I mean, I, I just. How popular this... Oh, no, that's what it was, Jess. Okay, that's what it was. You said the park's going to die in popularity. Mm-hmm. And I was I telling is. you, um, I've been following this park for a long time. And mm-hmm. I, I, I can say with certainty that it's never been as popular as, as it is now. And I, I don't know what's going on. I agree with you. But I, I, I don't know. I feel like it's they're going to lose it. Completely. I mean, but 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 like even when Udi and I were kids, I mean, you could you could walk up any day. It's hard drive up any day, right. park any yeah. time of the day, yeah. go in and have a good mm-hmm. good a good day without planning it really whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you can't because people are just going completely bananas over this place. The the demand for it. Give me twenty years. Okay, and you th- and you think what in twenty years? I think we're gonna lose the park. To what? I don't think they're gonna keep up financially. They're digging themselves in the hole. They're pissing too many people off. They're just losing the shit <laughs> with Star Wars. Yeah, like the franchise itself. I just don't. I think they're. I think they're gonna blow it. Oh, they're gonna get too carried away. They're gonna oh. give them twenty years, and I would not be surprised if you do not see that park around anymore. Give me twenty years. What hmm. park? You mean the whole the whole park? As a whole. Give me twenty. Give me twenty years. Okay, I, I'll take you up on that. We'll be on episode six hundred at that point. Um, I'll be fifty. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? I don't know if I'd go that far. I think it'll change a lot in twenty years, and I think we're going to be more pissed off in twenty years about stuff. But Iger's ha- has even come out and said, and thanks to Joey. Oh, I, I know you're listening. He sent us that link about. I agree even admitting they've shoved too much Star Wars down our down mm-hmm. our throats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now Solo, I thought was a really good film. I really enjoyed really enjoyed it, but its backlash I think came because it you know, and the only reason why I know is because I want to see two movies close to each other and I very rarely go to the theaters anymore. Mm-hmm. I think it was very close to Avengers, right? And Avengers was like a juggernaut. Yeah. Okay. And so what I mean a fantastic film. It's such a good movie, but anyway. If you delay Solo two months or advance it two months. Part of that it would have been incredible, but I think the timing just sucked. It was off. Yeah, you haven't seen it yet, have you? No. Solo? Oh, it's a good. It's it's I really good. Yeah. I mean, and I and I loathe episode eight. So, okay. and I was wanting to go see that. Um, but I was just thinking about you know Pixar Pier the the other day as I often do, um, <laughs> and how stupid this is going to be. Flicks flyers. Okay, it, it it is a it is a turnkey amusement park attraction. You find it any 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 fair, any state mm-hmm. fair, and it would towards its end. I guess I was like like a month ago. It wasn't getting that much action, and maybe kids are going on it, you know. But mark my words, when it gets redeployed as the the emotional whirlwind, people are going to go crazy over that thing. It's the same flipping ride. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to be like crazy lines to, to get on that. And it's like, why? Mm-hmm. why are, are we that easily yep. swayed? <laughs> yes, we are. Okay. Well, I'm not going on that. Nope. So don't Neither ask. am I. That's no? fine. I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm good with not going on it. Okay. 
Okay, well that was, that was a good topic. <laughs> Everyone's all cheery. Um, I know we, we didn't. Yeah, it was going to be. A, you know, it's a dark episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did, but I, I I I do like the idea that despite all this stuff, that me and Jess could find a happiness when you're doing your thing there. Well, of course. I mean, I can. Yes. That's, I mean, that's you can. I mean, and you can choose I not to go into that. Star Wars land. It's. That's not the problem. Well, no, oh. and and I'm with Jess right there now. Is that, and we've we've had that discussion for a very very long time. What are they going to do have. with the crowds? What are they going to do with the crowds? What are they going to do with the crowds? And right now, every solution we're seeing is not the right one. Mm-hmm. They have to be better at that. The park has been operating forever. How are you not better <laughs> at controlling crowds right now? How? Yeah. How are you not better? Uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so I, you know, I, I said it last episode that it's gonna Star Wars Land's gonna or Galaxy's Edge is gonna really make it. Um, it's gonna galvanize park goers. It's really gonna do it. And um, but yeah, and and why I'm with Jess now is because you can't let it keep on croaching in, and, and that's the whole problem. It's not the problem that um, you know that it's getting built. It's the effect that it's going to have in the rest of the park. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're not handling that. That was our, has always been our biggest concern. How are they going to affect the overall, um, or how are they going to control or and con- uh, the effect that it's going to have on the rest of the park? Mm-hmm. And that is what they're failing at. And that is one of our biggest, that's the biggest concern. How are you going to control that? And right now, solutions, we all know as park goers for our lives, that's not going to work. No. How are people who do that for a living not doing better? Yep. So because you're not doing better, they're not doing better, you're now going to affect people in that park in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Your experience is dropped, and Walt would not be okay with that. You can try to argue with that, uh, argue that to me till you're blue in the face. Guess what? Yeah. You're going to be wrong. I'm going to be right. He would not. He would not let it happen. In the sacrifice of the experience. Yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts. I don't care what you say. Yeah. And that's the problem now. And that's why I'm with Jess, because now they're going too far. They're letting it affect the experience. They're letting it affect the av- the person who has nothing, doesn't want anything to do with, with Galaxy Edge, i.e. Jess. But now, because of it, it's affecting their day in the park and their days in the park. And that's not fair. It's not right. And it's not okay. Okay. <laughs> so you can expect to see Jess and Udi and me at the opening day of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, I think so. Yeah, with yeah. big smiles. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else to add to that except that um, let's wait and see what they do with this with these with these foliage <laughs> <laughs> and waterways and see if they return some of these benches. It could just be, it could could just be they're in the middle of redoing some stuff and they, they plan to put some things back. Um, so I'm kind of holding my breath on that. Um, so yeah, that's what, that's all I've got for tonight for this. Yep. Just as stoked. Uh, I'm speechless. Speechless for the first time. Uh (laughs) Well, um, share your thoughts with us uh, on Facebook or on Instagram or. Yeah, uh, read, read that article. Yeah. And and see if, and see if you're one of those people who are like myself. Who that may not help you start going, hmm, I don't know. 
I don't know how on board I am with that. I mean, you could be. You could read that and go like, hey, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. That that reading, I mean, reading those quotes and coming from a, from a person like that should put a couple thoughts in your head. Absolutely, it should. Mm-hmm. But hey, coming up next episode, that'd be episode number 71, we will have our food expert, uh, foodie expert, uh, Jay Bratton. He is going to be at the parks on the, uh, this week sometime sometime this weekend and i think he's going to try some holiday special holiday things and give us some tips about what to look forward to this holiday season um sound like a plan i'd love it yeah that would make us probably feel better it'll make jess hungry oh you know what we need and to she's be in eat- a happier mood when she's hungry we should be eating when we have him on <laughs> definitely so we need to figure that out ice cream uh no ice cream no ice cream okay. we need something we can't have nachos because that's too crunchy What's he g- always makes us hungry. He, that's what I'm talking about. I always want to eat after talking to Jay. We'll just eat beforehand. Yes. Right before. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, we'll do that. Um, between now and then, um, go to Tee Public and mm-hmm. look for our shirts on Leaving Today Podcast or Leaving Today. We've got, I think, eight or nine designs. And we're going to have some more designs coming out. Um, they have some new front and backside designs that we can use, and we're actually going to... Maybe get one of those out. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be great. The one we were talking about the the other day. Um, we'll talk about it after. Yeah, we'll talk about it after because I don't remember. Okay. And then what else do we have? Let's see. Oh, go to Expedition Roasters. Mm-hmm. And go find out some coffee or go get some coffee and use our code LTP20. Uh, the colder months are coming, I'm guessing. Um, even though it was 93 when I pulled up tonight at mm-hmm. 615. Yep. <laughs> 93 in beautiful Northern California here. Um, so, yeah, go to Expression Roasters, enter LTP20 forget to get 20% off your, your first order. Um, that's, not, that's not a Star Wars pun either. Mm mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Do you think, though, just as a as a quick aside, though, Udi, that the first order stormtroopers, the ones that are walking around Tomorrowland, mm-hmm. they're a little too nice, aren't they? If they were true stormtroopers, they would be beating people up, and like, yeah, they would. And maybe they should do that in Star Wars Land. Well, currently, I think people are going to be trying to beat them up, but uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, that would be pretty funny. <laughs> you want to talk about crowd crowd control? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm, I'm going off the, off the rails here. Um, okay, so Udi, where can people find you for more witty banter? You went out of turn. Well, you're well, next in line. See, no, that is why this, okay. episode, this entire episode has felt so weird because I'm not in the right spot. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, dude, I told you. Okay, so Jess, where can people find you? Uh, Instagram is storybookjess. My Snapchat code is on my Instagram. Um, I think it's Jess. Farfan. Might be Jessica Farfan on there. Um, our Leaving Today podcast page on Facebook is Leaving Today Podcast. Leaving Today space podcast. And then Jessica Farfan is my Facebook page. Okay, Udi, for more witty banter. You can find me on my socials, which are uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat, all HaxGoli, H-A-X-G-O-A-L-I-E. You can also find me on my other show, which is Bad or Bad, which would be Facebook. Uh, and YouTube is all bad or bad, one word. And then we'll have our website, betterbad.com. And then you have our um, Instagram and our Twitter, which are Team Better Bad. And all those are movie-centric movie reviews. I want to say Predator should be after the Predator. Mm. God-awful movie. Mm. Anyway, that's my two-word review. For okay. That. Or three-word. 
Review for that movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you can find me at Instagram at Leaving Today Podcast, uh, or send me an email at leaving at info at leavingtodaypodcast dot um, Also, my Instagram page is Edge of Mark. I'm on both of them, so feel free to join me. And yeah, uh, so we've got that. Go check out Patreon on our show notes, and if you want to help out. We would love to have you. If not, we still love you. Mm-hmm. We love you. <laughs> and uh, stay tuned for some Walt Disney Family Museum information because I'm still trying to work that out. And, I, and again, I apologize for any confusion I've had with that. I, we just have a lot of stuff going on. Um, but we're we, working on it. We're working on it. We're working on it. We're working on it. And yep. we have some some interviews coming up soon that we're excited about too. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We have stuff happening. We do. We do. We do. Um, okay. Until then, thank you so much for listening. It means everything to us. Mm-hmm. And hope that you have a good two weeks. And until then, we'll see you guys at the parks. Good night. See you. Still hungry. Anybody, anybody need a Bueller? What's in the fridge? Lasagna. Do you Lasagna. need a... Uh, no, Mark, you're good? I'm good. Your daddy hates me. Put your phone away from your stuff. Oh, yeah. I have no makeup on, so let's... Uh, and neither do I. That's okay. Oh, man, Mark, you're I, supposed to wear makeup. I know. All right. Punch it. <laughs> I like cake. I like cake. <laughs> For everybody. Um, okay. For everybody. Ooh, ice cream sounds good right now. Ice cream cake. Doesn't it? No. No? no. Really? No. I like cake for the three of us. I know. Jessica Aurora Farfan. No. What are you doing? Definitely not. <laughs> I've got tacos waiting for me. Oh, man. Where's my invite? <laughs> Too bad you guys aren't sticking around for tacos like this. I'm so freaking ready. Let's Sorry. get going because okay. I got tacos waiting for me. Oh, I'm okay. going. I'm com- am I coming over or no? Nice. No. Right. Temptation is great, though. Temptation is great. I'm still hungry. <laughs> I have a full rack of ribs in the fridge. I'm ready. I got lasagna in the fridge. In the fridge? Yeah, yep. I haven't made it yet. It's oh, good. you have to cook it? I have to cook it. That takes like four hours. So I look at it, and it's a decent-sized steak. 16 cents. Nope. Let me see it. Nope. Let me see it. You know, if I take it off, it locks and no one can touch it. That's fine. I'm not gonna, you don't have to take it off. Oh, my God, but you yeah. make me hot. And I don't know why. Why do you? Okay. Because you are a sarcastic. God, my, yeah, it's too short to me. It's too short. It's short. It's too short. Okay, we're back to the news. Oh, yeah? Okay, hold on. I got to drink more. Okay. Drink your... What are you looking at? Don't you even. You keep your hands off my Reese's. You know how much he likes me? Not very much. Not anyway, much okay. Not as much as mine. <laughs> Not very much? <laughs> I said not as much as this one. Oh, okay, 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 good. I'll show you my monkeys. Your what? My monkeys. <gasps> but then when you pet her, she bites you.
Oh, well, that I have no control over. Why you got to ruin everything? Wow, these are smaller than I thought. That's what she said? No bedsheets. Why are you yelling at me? Because I like yelling at you. Get over it. Oh. I was just asking. I can't ask questions now? No. Oh, well, I'm gonna. Okay. Bam! Oh, what? My mouth hurts. And every time I look at it, it makes me cry a little bit on the inside. <laughs> it really does. No, I will give you one. You have to give me two. Nope. One from the back. Drink your alcohol that's way too strong. Way too strong. <laughs> kitty, kitty, kitty. Oh my goodness. Boy, was my face red. Can we do that again?